Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it is March 25th, it's 2019, and we have four basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. If you guys haven't already, make sure you head on over to our sponsor, FantasyDraft.com. Sign up through the Roto Grinders links, that way you get access to any cool promos that we run with Fantasy Draft. We run promos with them from time to time, so (laughs) if you want access to the promos, make sure you sign up through the links. Bunch of stuff going on over there on Fantasy Draft right now. They got NBA action for tonight's smaller slate. They got some NHL stuff, but most importantly, they have their MLB stuff up for Thursday's slate. I think they're one of the only sites that are using the 1 o'clock games in their main slate. So I'm really interested to dig in over there on Fantasy Draft. They got that $25, 20-entry max, $15,000 home run. Over there, and uh, it's just gonna be fun, uh, you know, being able to play a, a different slate. You know, I'm gonna start watching baseball at one o'clock, so I might as well get some action on it. So excited to play the one o'clock games over there on Fantasy Draft on, on top of everywhere else, uh, playing those four o'clock games. So if you haven't checked out Fantasy Draft, make sure you check them out. A uh, smaller slate today, gonna be a quicker podcast today, it, recording a little bit later in the day. Um, travel back from the race yesterday wasn't going to make the whole trip back and never really got tired until about an hour away so decided to just keep going at that point um and when i got back i was like there's just no way that i'm going to be able to record the podcast so got a little bit of z's and um woke up did some research and uh ready to talk about the slate it's a it's a stinker this slate is not not good. Um, there there are some good positive parts of this slate, but for the most part, this slate kind of stinks. Um, so let's get into it. We're going to start with uh, Philadelphia at Orlando. 219 total here. Philly favored by two in this game. Briscoe is out. Um, actually going to this game, taking my daughter to her first basketball game tonight, going to this game, going to see Embiid and J.J. Redick and all those boys. Um so excited to go check this one out. So we'll start over here uh, with the Philadelphia side of things. I do think uh, Embiid is certainly somebody we could look at here. I will say there's a lot of good center plays on the slate. If we're just looking overall on the slate, you know, we have <coughs> we have Alan Chunis, who is probably going to be pretty popular with all those injuries. Um, you know, Gobert against um, Phoenix, against Aiton. And then um, probably my favorite center play is Nurkic, and we'll talk about him here in a few minutes. But just looking overall on the slate, you know, Philadelphia is a really good team. Should be a really good game. Uh, Orlando, you know, is only a two-point dog at home here. Orlando's trying to fight for that eighth seed in the East. Philadelphia's pulled away a little bit on, on the Pacers in that three seed. Don't know necessarily if they're going to be able to catch the Raptors in the two seed in the East, but they look like they're going to be pretty pretty locked in in that three seed. So, um, 
But if you can keep a team out of the playoffs, you always try to keep a team out of the playoffs. So looking at this Philadelphia team, um, I think they are going to want to get it done here. As far as DFS, um, I, I do think it's a, a really decent spot for Simmons. Um, you know, the matchup fits him very well. Um, so I don't mind him. I, I don't mind, you know, Tobias Harris. He had a big game against Orlando last time these two teams played. Um. I don't ever hate playing JJ Redick when he's in Orlando um, or playing the Magic. I wish he was a little bit cheaper to take the risk on him. Uh, you know, he's 5,600 and uh, he's 6,300 over on Fandle. So it's really tough to play him. Now, again, I'm going to this game. So I'm going to have a game stack of this game somewhere. So, you know, he might fit in that way. But, you know, when Philly's at full strength, they're a really tough team to target. Um, I think my favorite play from Philly is probably Tobias. Just considering price and considering upside. Um, and I, obviously, I don't mind Joel Embiid. Going over to the Orlando Magic side of things, the one thing that Philly has struggled with all season has been you know, high-usage shooting guards. Um, I don't like playing Evan Fournier. He's very streaky, and he's a guy that... that is up and down and up and down, but just looking at this matchup, I, I think Fournier is very interesting here. Just considering um, the matchup, I also think Terrence Ross is a little interesting. Like, I want high usage shooting guards against this team. You know, they're both kind of priced mediocre on DraftKings and six thousand and fifty nine hundred on Fanduel. Um, we're going to talk about some Fanduel value plays as we're going here. Um, I've already looked at like salary plays for this slate uh, for RG Premium. So, um, outside of that, like Vooch is always an interesting play. You know, in three matchups this season, and he's averaging fifty-one fantasy points, ninety-two hundred. That kind of puts him a little less than what you need, but. On a four-game slate, raw points matter, so he's definitely in play. He's just on my favorite center play today. Aaron Gordon's in play at 7K. Um, he finally put up a dud against Memphis the other night after having, like, three or four really good games in a row. Um, just kind of disappeared in that Memphis game. Terrence Ross had a monster game in that Memphis overtime game, so could have been the reason that uh, Aaron Gordon just never really got it going in that game. Um, you know, DJ Augustine, he's priced pretty right. I don't like the matchup for DJ Augustine here. I think this is a tough matchup for him. Uh, Michael Carter Williams could be one of those punt plays. Um, just really not playing enough minutes. His fantasy production hasn't been terrible. Like he, he's a guy that could realistically maybe get you um, 20 points here, fantasy points in, in 15 minutes. So, you know, if you want to play Michael Carter-Williams as a punt, he's one of those punt plays that I'm potentially looking at over there on FanDuel. Wouldn't play him anywhere else. Um, really just a FanDuel punt play, and that's kind of it. Thunder at Memphis. We have a 218 total here. Thunder favored by six in this game. Joakim Noah is doubtful. Bradley is out. Jackson's out. Anderson's out. Brooks is out. Memphis continues to be a team that is just really, really struggling with injuries. Um, start with the Thunder side of things. You know, when you're looking at the slate, obviously, like, Wes is going to stand out to you. He's gone for at least 66 fantasy points now in four of the last five games. <clears throat> so 
certainly in play here. Um, you know, Paul George coming off of two really tough matchups uh, against Kawhi Leonard. I don't think Paul George is the worst. If you want to save some money from Westbrook to George, I don't hate that idea here. Um, outside of that, like, you know, Grant doesn't technically have a ton of upside in this matchup. So I don't hate him, but I don't love him. Adams, I just, there's so many center plays that I like on the slate more than I like Adams. Um, Schroeder's interesting at 5,300. He's been playing really solid. He's a guy that, you know, could go for 5, 6X here. But outside of that, not really looking at any of these other players for OKC unless we get some injury news. Um, just nobody really stands out to me here for the Thunder. Uh, looking at FanDuel, um, Paul George, massive discount from, from Westbrook over there on FanDuel. Um, small forward, very, very weak on, on FanDuel um, when you're just looking at it overall. So playing George gives you a lot of leverage. J.J. Reddick's the, the second highest priced uh, small forward on this slate. So price opportunity, um, fading Paul George over there on FanDuel is going to be tough. Because on point guard, you know, you got Lillard, who we'll talk about. Um, and, and we have a lot of options over there as far as point guards. So if I'm picking one of the two over on FanDuel, I think it's Paul George just looking at the other small forward options. Um, Schroeder, 58, he's okay on FanDuel. I don't think he's the greatest play in the world over there. Um, Grant at 56, he's okay as well. Um, moving on to the Memphis side of things here, you know, Mike Conley, Valanchunas, uh, the usage is going to be high for Mike Conley. The shot attempts have been, you know, over 15 now in three straight games and eight of his last 10, you know, he's taking a bunch of shots with all these guys out. So he certainly has the upside. If this game stays close, like Mike Conley could be one of the reasons why this game is staying close. So obviously really don't hate Mike Conley here. You know, especially if we look at like the last 10 game numbers, you know, Oklahoma City is 29th in defensive efficiency over the last 10 games against point guards. And they've really struggled with centers. You know, Steven Adams, a guy that's been really good defensively for a long time, um, he's been struggling big time. You know, they're 28th in defensive efficiency over the last 10 games against centers. So Valanciunas and Conley very much in play. Valanciunas is certainly one of my favorite plays on the slate. He's just been absolutely crushing it, and now Noah is doubtful. So Valanciunas is certainly somebody that I think we plug in here um, on DraftKings. I think that it's really close uh, on FanDuel between Nurkic and Valanciunas. Um, they're priced right around the same. I think Valanciunas is probably going to get some more ownership, um, so I don't mind going Nurkic, but one of those two guys would be my center plays, center play over there on FanDuel. Um, outside of that, on the Memphis side of things, you know, with all these guys out, I, I think that, I think you can look at Dorsey, Holiday, um, and Wright. I, I think they all play around the same amount of minutes. Um, Wright has been flashing more upside than the other two, but he's priced more as well. So I would probably rank it right Dorsey Holiday, just considering price. Um, you know, Dorsey had that monster game against Orlando the other night with Conley out. 
But, you know, you look at the Minnesota game, man. He played 26 minutes in that game. He shot three for 13 from that game and still put up 17 um, fantasy points. So if he shoots a little bit better, uh, the Thunder, a team that has been struggling defensively. So I, I do like the spot for Dorsey if I had to play any of them. And then looking over on Fandle, um, you know, just overall here on Fandle, I think you're playing one of these cheap guys. Like, I think you're playing one of Dorsey or Holiday here, just considering pricing and just how cheap they are um, to make everything work over there on Fandle. Um, even if you play like a punt, you're still probably going to need one of these two guys. Um, I probably end up playing Dorsey just for $300 more. I, I just think I like Dorsey's upside a little bit more. He hits some shots here and um, maybe even grabs a few extra minutes. So I do like Dorsey. Um, um, like I said, Valanciunas is certainly in play. Mike Conley, probably a guy that I wouldn't play on Fandle. Uh, I don't hate Mike Conley on Fandle at 9,200. But it's hard for me to want conley over simmons and lillard um i would try to find the money for one of those two guys before i would play conley if you end up at that price and you don't want and you like your lineup and you don't want to adjust anything um i don't think conley's a bad play like i said but i think that lillard and simmons are just better plays if we're considering just you know point per dollar in price uh, moving on to the stinker game on a four-game slate. This game right here is going to be ugly. It's Phoenix at Utah. It's a 216.5 total, and Utah is favored by 15 points in this game. Jackson is questionable. Johnson's out. Warren's out. Oubre's out. And then on the Utah side of things, Exum is out. Um, so let's start with Phoenix. A lot of injury news here. <coughs> Um, excuse me. I didn't have time to mute my mic there. Um, on the Phoenix side of things, like we know Booker's usage is going to be extremely high. We know he's probably going to take 20 to 30 shots in this game. So like his tournament appeal and his tournament upside is certainly there. One, this game has to stay close, and two, he's just got to hit shots against a tougher defense. Um, this team has been good defensively against shooting guards all season. That hasn't changed over the last ten games either. They're they're second in, or third in defensive efficiency over the last ten games. So, um, so you know, even if we consider Booker point Booker, it's just I think that. Booker could have a big game here if you want to chase the, the ceiling, uh, which on a four-game slate, sure, why not, right? Um, outside of that, it gets pretty ugly with all these guys out, but you know, Bridges at 5,100 is a guy we could probably look for for 5 to 6x. Uh, raw points matter on the slate. Holmes is cheap if you want to take a shot on Holmes in tournaments. I don't hate him. Um, Melton's just not playing enough minutes, even with all these guys out. They've been given like minutes like Troy Daniels and stuff. So like they, they've still been spreading these guys out. If Jackson sits, that's even more minutes. Um, 
So yeah, um, still, they have Jimmer too now. They have Jimmer. Um, looking at FanDuel for Phoenix, you know, Booker is certainly in play at ninety three hundred over there on FanDuel. Uh, considering your shooting guard options here, don't hate him over there. Uh, like I said, for Aiton, I just there's so many center plays that I like more on the slate. Bridges, 51. He's okay. Holmes is interesting as a punt play on FanDuel at 44. Maybe he plays some extra minutes. Um, Bender's been playing, you know, 30-plus minutes in three of the last four games. He just hasn't been doing anything with it. You know, 3,900, another punt play potentially. Uh, and then Troy Daniels, if you don't want to play – if you don't want to play like Dorsey or one of those Memphis guys as your as a punt play, um, you know Troy Daniels is thirty five hundred on Fanduel. So if you want to play him as a punt, I don't hate it. Um, Utah side of things. So the Utah side of things. If I'm playing Booker, I don't mind um, running it back with like a Gobert. This is a really really good spot for Gobert. Um, I just worry about this game staying close. You know, I'm not in the business of projecting blowouts. Um, I, I go bear, probably my favorite option here. Um, I like Ricky Rubio and favors in this spot, but the minutes, the minutes, minutes, like anytime they get a chance to limit these guys minutes wise down the stretch, I feel like they're going to do it. So I'm a little worried about those guys. Um, I like Jay Crowder, you know, he's, he's certainly okay here. He's okay. He's not great. Um, if you like, even we can't even like play like Royce O'Neal or any of these guys, uh, because like you know, then on Fandle, like Fandle side of things, Gobert is really, really expensive. Probably don't end up on Gobert over there on Fandle, considering the options that we have that are cheaper than him. Donovan Mitchell is really expensive on Fandle as well. Um, I don't mind Joe Ingles or Jay Crowder on Fandle. But that's really all on Fandle that I think I would play on the Utah side of things. All right, last game, Brooklyn at Portland. We have a 224.5 total here. Portland favored by six in this game. Crab and is out, and McCollum is doubtful, not expected to play. Um, let's start with the Brooklyn side of things. Um, D'Angelo Russell, you know, we talked about it. I think it was the Friday podcast, Thursday or Friday podcast, um, the Lakers game. And we talked about just how much usage Russell has right now and just, you know, how it's like 7% higher than like a season average. So, you know, obviously D'Angelo Russell's interesting. You know, you look at the usage and you look at the fantasy points per game right now, 14.7 over his season average over the last four games. Um, so the upside is certainly there for D'Angelo Russell. Um, they haven't played since Friday. So should be pretty well rested here. Um, they're on that West Coast swing still going into Portland here. So I like Russell. I like Dinwiddie. Um, those two are my probably my favorite plays from Brooklyn. You know, I, I don't mind Joe Harris, but if I was going to play a cheap guy, it'd probably be Damari Carroll. I, I think this matchup fits Damari Carroll size-wise. 
knowing Crab is out. Um, Carroll got the start the other night against the Lakers and played 35 minutes. So Carroll's the guy that I think I would play on the cheap side um, on Brooklyn here. And then over there on FanDuel for Brooklyn, D'Angelo Russell's going to be tough to fit over there on FanDuel at 9,100. I think he's more of a, a DraftKings play, but I don't hate Russell. I just think um, it's going to be tough to make it work if you're playing like a strong center. If you're playing Paul George, like we talked about, um, and, and then paying up for one of those point guards, um, it's going to be tough to fit in uh, Russell. Dinwiddie's interesting at 5,600. I think he's an interesting like um, pivot off of playing a D'Angelo Russell. And, and then like just looking at how cheap Damari Carroll is over there on Fandle, he's certainly in play over there as well. Um, 4,100. You know, if you want to punt or if you want to go Paul George and Damari Carroll, um, certainly don't hate that idea. On the Portland side of things, you guys already know um, who I'm playing from Portland, who's one of my favorite plays here. It's Nurkic. Love Nurkic in the spot. Brooklyn is just absolutely horrendous against centers this season. It, it's been that way all season. Hasn't changed. They're allowing the second most fantasy points. They're allowing the most rebounds per game or second most rebounds per game behind the Kings. This is an amazing spot. They, they allow a lot of blocks, uh, you know, to centers. So, like, the upside here for Nurkic is just really, really high. Love his price on DraftKings at 6900 I, I think he's way underpriced on DraftKings. He went for 48.5 fantasy points the first meeting against Brooklyn in Brooklyn. Takes CJ McCollum off the floor. It's just an excellent spot uh, for Nurkic. I, I love this spot for him. Dame Lillard, we know his usage goes way up um, when McCollum's off the floor. I think you can make a strong argument for playing Nurkic and McCollum together here. Running it back with a Russell or Dinwiddie um, or Carroll. You can make, you could realistically play like three or four people from this game. Um, so do like Lillard a lot here. He's not my favorite stun on the slate because I like Nurkic so much. Um, but really those are those are my those are my two favorite plays when we're looking at um, Portland. I, I do think Aminu is a little interesting. I know they use this size against Detroit. They might have to use the size again here um, against Brooklyn. But Mohark list is still cheap. He, he's still gonna play right around 25 to 28 minutes a night. He's 4200. Um, with CJ McCollum off the floor, I, I think Mo Harkless is a value play you could potentially look at. You know, Seth Curry has been getting run. If you think that he's going to continue to get this run, uh, he's 3,800 over there on DraftKings, and he's played 32, 28, and 25 minutes in the last three games. Um, so he's been getting the a really nice bump with McCollum off the floor, and um. You know, 16, 20, and 11 actual points in those three games. So 3,800, Seth Curry is is really interesting here. Um, I think I'd rather play Seth over Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood's not really doing much. Um, looking at FanDuel, Lillard firmly in play at 10-6. Nurkic, it's really going to come down if you want to play Nurkic or Valanciunas is how I would approach FanDuel centers. Um, one of those two guys would be my center on FanDuel today. 
Will Harkless is priced pretty appropriately at 52. Um, I like him more over there on DraftKings than I do on FanDuel. And then um, Seth Curry, 4,100. You know, certainly I think Seth Curry is worth a look over there on FanDuel at 4,100. Talked about some cheap point guards for sure. Um, but I really do like that price. I, I think that um, he's certainly somebody I'm considering as my second um, cheaper option at, at point guard. Um, maybe even pay him, pair, pairing him with Damian Lillard. And um, if I do that, I'll probably play Valanciunas over Nurkic, but maybe even play all three of them. Um, let's do it. Let's just go for it. All right, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. Um, try to cover both FanDuel and DraftKings with the later podcasts and the smaller slates uh, today. But we know we use DraftKings pricing for the game. Favorite over under? Uh, I'm going to take the over in the Orlando game, 219. Going to that game, so obviously I want them to score a lot of points. So um, straight bias homer pick there. Um, not even gonna, not even gonna deny it. Um, under five k to seven x on this slate. We've talked about a bunch of guys down here. Um, to seven x. I think, honestly, I really do think my favorite option to 7X is Seth Curry. Um, just knowing and hoping that he's going to continue to play this maybe like 28 minutes and like they're sick of the Rodney Hood. And if he gets hot, like he'll play. So Seth Curry would probably be my favorite play um, under 5K to potentially 7X here. There's a bunch of options down here. There's Dorsey and those guys. But I do like Seth Curry uh, at 3,800 as my, my cheapie. Uh, over 8K, not to 5X on the slates. Um, not a lot of options. A lot of these guys should 5X today. Um, I'm going to go with Donovan Mitchell, not to 5X. And it's more of, I don't know if he'll have enough minutes to get there. If this game stays close, Donovan Mitchell is certainly going for 5X. Um, it's just more of thinking that he might not play his normal amount of minutes here. And then uh, my favorite 6X play, it's no shocker on DraftKings today. It's Nurkic, um, 6,900. Be really shocked if he doesn't have 6X here in this matchup against Brooklyn. Um, and it'd probably be a bad night for me if that happens, so. That's going to wrap it up. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more basketball. It's a bigger slate. So I'll have a co-host, and um, we'll drive that ship home. Going to work in uh, a few baseball, a little bit of baseball talk uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday's podcast, hopefully uh, getting ready for opening day. But um, if you haven't already, check out the RG Premium uh, for baseball. We got a bunch of stuff going on here for premium. We got some really, really sharp baseball people, so – if you want more information about that, just go to rotogrinders.com, um, hit the form section, and it's right there at the top. You know, cheese is going to be breaking down slates. STL cards is going to be breaking down slates. We got the premium podcast with the on deck podcast. We got crunch time right before lock. So, Notorious is going to be doing his um, midday gr grind down update video. So, a bunch of stuff going on Monday through Thursday. You'll see me an expert survey and uh, salary picks. Those are going to be 
same as last year for me. I'll be giving out some of my cheapies and um, doing expert surveys. So if you haven't checked out it, make sure you check it out. It's right there, like I said, at the top, MLB form um, at the top, 2019 MLB premium now available. So that is going to wrap it up here for this Monday. I hope everyone has an awesome day. We'll be back tomorrow. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.